Hello, beautiful souls. I'm your host, Morgan, and welcome to the Vibrate Higher podcast. Welcome back to the Vibrate Higher podcast. Hello, everybody. We are joined again by our astrologer, Juliana Bishop. And just by the quick two seconds that we had to catch up, I'm so excited for what you have to share for us today. So (laughs) let's get into it. Tell us what we need to know. What is going on out there right now? Yes. So I've heard a lot uh, recently from people saying that some people are going to be going through stuff where they might feel overwhelmed and there's a lot going on. Um, And that's true. So Pisces full moon, it really heightens our emotional feeling uh, part, our sensitive part. So we're going to be in a sense, an overload. We're going to be feeling things that are feelings that are not necessarily ours. Um, or kind of like when people say, you know, they're PMSing, they're kind of more sensitive to everything. All of a sudden they have less patience. Um, they just, you know, emotionally are having a hard time, you know, stabilizing. So if you know that, first of all, it's a full moon, but if you know that it's going to be even more intense, hopefully we can ride the wave. So that would be a nice description. So we don't necessarily want to fight against it. We don't want to be trying to swim in this, you know, ocean of water, this emotional state. We really want to practice surrendering and floating on the water. Um, If anybody's ever been caught in, um, what do you call it? Rapids. If anybody's fallen out off a tube or out of a boat, they understand what this means. You do need to let go and surrender or you end up getting, you know, yeah. So you it get more seems hurt. so counterintuitive in that moment, but like, that's literally how you get out of it, out of a rip current. And even an underswell of a wave is like, you have to surrender. Yes. And trust so, and it will pop you right out. Yeah. And it's still going to hurt. You might hit some rocks a little bit, but you know, so you're less likely to get um, as much hurt. So it's not about holding on per se. I would say the only, um, thing I would recommend that has to do with that earth element is as we're in this emotional current, as the wave is moving, is there any way that we can practice things that would help ground us? If there's a a thing that does ground you, what could you incorporate more of like drinking tea, sitting in reflection, pulling a card, you know, reading a verse in a scripture, you know, like a verse in a Bible, like doing something that really just grounds your soul and gets you back to center meditation, yoga, there's different things. I think that if we continue to be distracted and we continue to not do anything when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's just going to get a little bit more out of control. So just like the rapids, like we're trying to fight against it and we're not letting, you know, that, um, our bodies to surrender to that emotional um, state. That totally makes sense. Yeah. So I, it's almost like there's no choice. I would say the last two or three days, um, the universe has provided that space more than any other time, um, for reflection, for reading, for journaling. So if you do have even 10 minutes, like this would be your opportunity. It's like, we don't have a choice because we know that something needs to, to happen. So we do need to take care of something in our body to be able to settle us right now. Totally. Um, and the same thing happened for me so, the, the day before yesterday. And 
like I almost felt like I was about to get sick, you know, when you, your body starts to get that exhausted. And I was just like, no, I'm not available for that. And <laughs> I just like, I had a conversation with the universe and I was like, I'm not available to be sick, but if I'm working through something right now, then I'm happy to honor that space. And I passed out at like nine o'clock that night and I did not wake up until 1045 the next morning. Whoa. Yeah. Like, and then I felt fine. And I was in this very, and that day before that, I was just crawling in my skin and antsy and itchy and so ungrounded. And the next day I just felt like I had this emotional hangover and was like, okay, like my body is clearly asking me to slow down and find this grounded time. And I have to listen. Like it gave me no choice. No choice. Yeah. Yeah. So if I think it's when we try to push against it and fight against it, that's where we're going to lose. So we do need to create that space. And you brought up a very good point. What happens a lot, even outside this full moon that we're having is that um, if you are not taking care of your physical well-being, your spiritual, mental well-being, um, we get slammed. We end up getting sick. And the reason for that is because we need to take that time for ourselves. It's just okay. kind of sucky that we're miserable at the same time because we didn't listen the first time. You know, now we're sick and we have to stay home. <laughs> you know, so um, it is better to create that space so that you don't, you know, get slammed and have something force you down and force you to to stop. Um, And you hear that all the time that once people get vacation after they've been working, 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 all of a sudden they get sick on their vacation because their body stopped. Yep. You know, so um, we do need to make more room for that. Um, So that's a big thing. So Morgan, what would you say are some other things that you're feeling over this time? I definitely feel really spacey and really heady. Um, I feel like the emotional roller coaster is really extreme right now. Those highs to lows are very short. Uh, Mm. They're they're mostly short lived, which is good for me, um, who is very uncomfortable by those extremes. Um, But the space between them is also really small. So I feel like the day before yesterday, like the day before I slept, all of that. I think I went through like nine different things that afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So you described it again. Yes. Yeah. So like the roller coaster of emotions, kind of like that wave of the ocean, um, the spaciness. So I call it like our space cadet time Mm -hmm. um, where we really don't want to be doing those things that take us higher and, you know, don't allow us to ground ourselves. Um, we also want to be cautious when we're driving or we're using machinery, you know, so we're kind of spacey, we're out there and we're not grounded. I don't know how many times I tried to, to put something and, you know, like they talk about like putting the cereal box in the refrigerator and putting the milk in the pantry. That's, I did that a couple of times this week. I don't remember what object it was, but I kept on trying to go someplace with something and realized, why am I putting that in there? Like I put receipts in the towel pantry instead of in my closet where I have my receipt box. Like I keep on going to the towels. I'm like, what is going on? Like, you I know. totally <laughs> did it. I put, I, I took my, I made my smoothie and I put the, the spoon in the freezer and I put the whole smoothie in the sink and like it all dumped out like the smoothie I just made. <laughs> I was just like, 
<laughs> what is happening? And also, like, where's my spoon? Yeah, so the space cadet. It was in the freezer where I set the smoothie after I make it to get cold and chilly, like, while I go get ready. The spoon was there, and the smoothie was dumped out of the sink. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. Oh my gosh! So I think you know, just you and I are definitely feeling this Pisces energy. Um, so we could either, you know, go out there and and stay ungrounded, and you know, even get into trouble, like not be able to get into a grounded place again. Or we can use this for like spiritual means. We can we can even put it into our artwork or our music. So that way we have a nice way to use the Pisces energy because it's very fluid and spacey and visionary. Um, it's also very cosmic. You mentioned a hangover. It feels like a cosmic hangover. So totally. if you have some sort of, yeah, it's like you're connected to everyone right now, even more than you ever have. So all the stuff that people are going through, their negativity, even the positive things, all that stuff is out there and we're picking up on it. So it feels like we're taking on all that stuff. So maybe that's why we're more tired. So it's not necessarily anything wrong with us. It's just that we're on overload. We're picking up on stuff. Yeah. And I've had multiple people mention that to me like this week of just like by mid afternoon, like I'm just exhausted. Like my body is just exhausted. And then I went, um, one grounding tool for me personally is swimming in the ocean, which I have started doing multiple days a week the last few weeks. And so I was with my girlfriend, uh, one of my girlfriends the day before yesterday. And I was explaining to her, trying to explain to her what I was feeling. And I was just like, I just feel like it is a psychic invasion happening. And that's yeah. exactly what you're explaining is, is like, I, you know, I always feel everything all the time, but it just feels so exhausting right now. Yeah. So any way that we can recharge, I think you just needed to sleep and that was your way your body could recharge from this um, sensitivity. And if you are more intuitive and you pick up on things more easily, so you would want to practice more of the the meditation early in the morning when people are all sleeping Um, That way it's a little bit more calm so that you can rest and reflect without having all this stuff hit you at that time. Um, Yeah. So I have spiritual people that wake up really early just because it it feels like everything's more settled at 4 a.m. Right. Yeah. So you might need to do that over this um, next few days. Um, so we're feeling this moon even before it's happening and then we're feeling it during that time. And then we may even feel it after. So I would just continue to practice whatever you can to ground yourself when you're feeling ungrounded. Um, what about dreams? Dreams are. I'm so glad you brought this up because I was going to, I wanted to bring this up with you. I normally have pretty lucid dreaming and I had a dream and I was really interesting because I have found a, um, a track that I listened to before bed and it's about an hour and a half long and it's very, um, I don't know, whatever. So I just, I felt like I needed to not listen to it for a couple of nights. Like I needed to give my brain and like, you know, all up here that break because it was just too exhausting. And I know how active I am in my sleep. And I, I frequently remember my dreams, but something so interesting happened was I had a dream 
and I think it was from that huge sleep. And a guy and a girl that I went to high school with, I don't even know if I knew she was pregnant. I may have like scrolled and seen it on Instagram at some point, you know, in the last nine months. But I had this very clear dream about their baby. And then later that day, I saw that their baby was born on social media. And like (laughs) specific to who the people were and their baby was born. And then they had posted the announcement later that day that the baby was born. And I was like, I mean, I haven't talked to these people in over a decade. Why they were in my mind, I have no idea. But I just like, I had this very interesting and it was out of body. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like somebody told me. It was almost like I was there and was like, oh, the baby's here. Mm-hmm. And then they posted yeah. the announcement like, baby's here and healthy and you know, all this. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. So, so specific. <laughs> Yes. So maybe, um, this will be a time that some of our dreams will be more, um, like present. It's not just like garbage dreams where our psychological mental part of us is trying to uncover things, you know, yours is like actually something that's happening. It's not even your stuff, you know? So, um, maybe we're going to be sensing other people's things in our dreams. Um, so we can take that into account that maybe it's not our own stuff, you know? So, um, I think journaling would be a wise thing. So you might be able to capture something dreams right now or even a daydream. So we might experience that because we are a little bit more spacey. Um, if you start making mistakes at work and your your work depends on you to be more detailed, this might be a time to take a break. You know, do I need to take a couple of days off because I need to make sure that I'm I'm, you know, being safe. Um, so, and then that way it can allow you that time for reflection and spiritual work, which would be really nice right now. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about Pisces, um, as a Pisces person or somebody with a lot of Pisces in your chart. Um, we need to remember that we have our own time. So if you have Pisces in your chart, there is your own timing. You're not necessarily connected exactly to the the clock that we have set. So in our society, so there's your own time. You're flowing more. Um, it's important for you to flow in your own time. So just like the ocean, you can't hold back the ocean. You know, it's just going to continue to have those waves. Another thing that we could do right now, if we do feel really unsettled and we do st- still need to accomplish something. Um, Pretend that you are on a sailboat and you have your sail and it's taking you in some sort of direction, but maybe every once in a while we do need to anchor. So we just need to anchor our boat, um, take stock, and then go with the flow to the next destination because Pisces will help lead us to where we need to go. We need to trust that there's a timing, there's an unfoldment of when things um, can happen for us. But we don't want to set sail and then have the sail just go wherever completely. And now we're lost in sea. You know, and I think that's also a tendency for Pisces is that they can tend to get lost and they forget that every once in a while they do need to anchor. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I was having a really interesting conversation with the same one of my girlfriends, and um <clears throat> she's very different than me. You know, I'm very airy and she's very earthy and grounded. Um, but I'm a lot like her husband. 
And so she's like, I think it's interesting because you guys are so similar and you're my best friend. And I, I love seeing you go out and create in all of these airy fairy things. And he does the same thing, but I'm totally content here and house and kids and marriage and, you know, like the stability of all of that. And she's like, but I have noticed that that's an important part of my role is that anchor point for you to come back to, for him to come back to. And she's like, you have me as a female version of that. And you also have a male version of that in other friendships that you have. And I was like, that's really interesting. And so you saying that like totally makes sense when I think about the people that are in my life is I would say that the two closest male and females in my life are very much that anchor point they're not the same as me with this, you know, airy Pisces fluid energy. Cause yeah. you do have, you know, Morgan, you do have a lot of Pisces in your chart. That's what makes you so intuitive, mm-hmm. you know? So you do need the people in your life that help ground you. And sometimes it can be frustrating because they're not as fluid as you are or quite understand what that's about. So, but what frustrates us is what we also need more of in our life, you know? So that anchoring. So that's great. Um, And so we can even appreciate the people that are more fluid and visionary and artistic, you know, so if you are more grounded and more structured in your life, you know, having your friends that are are more creative and flexible and flowing, it might frustrate you that they're not as grounded and organized or on time, you know, so (laughs) it frustrates you, but we do need that, you know, in our lives. So it's great that we have all these types of people with, um, with gifts and talents. So appreciating the Pisces energy, not being afraid of this time. Um, I would really use it, you know, so, um, do more of the things that you consider to be spiritual or artistic or fluid. Um, and then making sure that you are anchoring and grounding and protecting yourself. So um, I know I called one of my students that graduated that is doing astrology. Um, I let her know right away. I'm like, we're going into a Pisces full moon. I let her know the week before. I'm like, you know, hold on to your hat. You know, we're going to be in a storm <laughs> right now together and we're feeling it right now. So we're together for tea as two astrologers, just we're going to ground ourselves and we're going to play and, you know, um, but how important it is for, for us to, you know, use this time and then also protect ourselves and keep ourselves safe and grounded. Um, so we don't just, you know, really take off in the wind. To have somebody that you can share that with that understands, yeah. you know, whether they're up there with you experiencing it and you're like, okay, hold on to your hat. We're going through this together. Or it's that polarity of having the anchor while you're up here. Um, Gosh, that seems like such a gift. Yeah, I have a few friends that I would call to anchor me and they would call me to anchor them. And we have that nice exchange. Yeah. And again, you know, I'm similar to you. I'm more that airy, you know, and I have friends that are more earth, but we, they need my visionary objective outside the box perspective. And I need their like serious Juliana, you know, it's, you know, look at reality. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you worrying about this? You know, like those sort of things. So, um, I love my Virgo friends. Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, they are very helpful. Yes. Um, (laughs) 
And my Taurus relationships. Taurus is also a very good grounded relationship. I'm surrounded by them as well. Um, so I think the universe brings these people into our life um, perfectly, just the way that we need. When is when is Taurus? I know I know the Virgo people in my life, and one of those two people that I was talking about is a Virgo also. Uh, when's Taurus? So Taurus would be the end of April and mostly May, up until maybe like the third week of May. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Virgo is now. We just shifted yeah. into Virgo time. Yeah. So all these Virgo birthdays, of course, I'm surrounded by them too. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Of course, all us airy fluid people have to have Virgos and Tauruses and <laughs> Capricorns. Do you have Capricorns in your life? When's Capricorn? They're January. So most of January, um, end of December, like right at the end of December, most of January. Um, same thing, same deal. Like, you know, sometimes they can be so earthy, it's frustrating, but they are so grounded and structured and they build. And it, it's just a nice compliment to the air signs or fire signs. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, um, you know, when people talk, you know, on social media about this time, that's going to seem overwhelming. Um, you know, it's not as overwhelming if we are aware of it. So the fact that we're talking about it, hopefully this will help people. And so if you have any friends, our family members that are going through something that seems overwhelming, just first say, Hey, it's a full moon. People are like, okay, that's probably why I'm not going crazy. Um, so I know that this can bring a lot of peace. Um, when you know that this is the case, I'm actually hearing sirens right now. So Pisces full moon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's unusual actually to hear stuff like that right now. Um, so Do you have any thoughts, Morgan, like any um, thoughts around what we just went over? I feel it all. So I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I totally resonate with everything you're saying. Um, But to help explain it more for for everybody out there. um, So we're going into this energy when they're hearing this, we're we're in it. And um, I like what you talked about with having that Pisces in your chart, because it's not just this full moon that we're going through right now, like this is applicable if you've got Pisces in your chart. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit more about what that might mean? Um, and what, you know, some more of those characteristics of Pisces, whether it's the full moon or it's in your chart, or it's somebody in your day you're in a relationship with or having your life that has a lot of Pisces in their chart. Can you kind of talk us through some of those characteristics and what we need to know just in general about Pisces? Yes. Um, so what's going on too, that's very close to this moon is Neptune in the sky. We can't see it visually because it's too far away. Um, and Neptune is the rulership of Pisces. And whenever Neptune's in place, sometimes it gets confusing. So that area of our life becomes confusing. And I think there's a purpose for that because we're trying to see we're trying to see clearly so there's a lot of illusions or delusions happening in that area of our life and we're trying to dissolve those illusions or delusions and break it down so that we can see clearly um, and see really what's there so when you have a lot of pisces you're more susceptible to um, being deceived or not seeing clearly or having rose-colored glasses so how you can work with that is 
Now we really need to sense and pay attention to what is reality. So how do we do that? Do we need to listen between the lines? Do we need to visually see what's going on in front of us and not just dismiss it or um, let our imagination run wild? So Pisces can have a tendency to um, be more of that fantasy Disneyland world. So, and that's great, especially if like you're in a relationship and you want everything to just be so beautiful and it looks like you're, it's like newlyweds, like you're just so happy and excited. But once the the fog clears and you see what's really there, a lot of times we can be disappointed. And so we do want to have a balance between that fantasy and reality and making sure we're communicating with our partner about, okay, so what did you really say about this? Did I hear this correctly or was I wanting, did I hear what I wanted to hear? You know, so um, really paying attention to the red flags. Um, The benefit of having this watery, fluid, intuitive Pisces in our chart is that this is what allows us to be um, more artistic and um, and intuitive and picking up on things and sensing things like a sponge. We're just picking up on it. So this would be the place that you may have more artistic gifts. And there's a lot of people out there that don't think they are artistic. So I think we do need to look at that word differently. Um, You can be an artist if you're a writer. You can be an artist, um, you know, because you can organize your closet. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to be a painter or you know, or just a musician or, um, so there's different ways of being artistic. And I think it's using that visionary part of you, that dream fantasy imagination, um, and allowing yourself to express your feelings and emotions through that, that, um, that tool, whatever that is that you decide to do that medium. I think that's a great explanation of that artist energy is like, if you can be a dreamer, and however that translates into expression, like, yes. I think that's a beautiful explanation. And I know for a long time, I struggled with that. You know, I even went to art school and <laughs> I, I really had this, a big point of my adult life where I was like, do I even identify with this? And today, as I sit here, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I identify with this, you know, like I'm not a painter and I you know, I don't practice commercial photography anymore, but I'm absolutely an artist. I'm a dreamer and I'm figuring out what tools I have and that I like and that feel juicy to me to be that expression. And I'm definitely leaning towards the art or the, uh, the writer type for sure. You know, like I'm, I love writing and I feel like I have the most creative expression with my writing, but it's a really interesting point because I even went to art school and struggled with like, How do I even, do I even identify as an artist? But when we break it down that way, like, am I a dreamer and a visionary? Absolutely. Do I have outlets that allow me to take that into some form of physical expression? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's just knowing that we are artists in some way. We just haven't been told or, you know, we didn't think, we didn't understand what art meant, what that word entailed. Um, So giving yourself permission to be an artist and having that outlet. I think we all need some sort of outlet. Um, Again, that overwhelmed feeling, you know, people gravitate towards things to make them feel more settled and it may not be for their highest. 
Um, so artistic expression is a very safe, healthy way to settle yourself when you have that anxiety or the anxiousness. If you're feeling things and overwhelmed by your emotions and feelings, um, this would be a good tool to instill in our young people. So that's why they have therapists that are art therapists for mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. So all they have to do is do something like they can um, do it in a physical form of expression or they can write, they can draw, they can put pieces together and that therapist can interpret that. That also allows that child to understand that when I'm feeling emotional, I could be doing something like this. Like I can play with my dolls and get angry and upset with my dolls. And that's my way of being able to express it versus yelling at mom, you know? So there's, there's tools that we could use. We can scribble really hard on a piece of paper. If we're feeling upset about something, we don't need to take it out on someone. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are also feeling overwhelmed by your feelings, um, you know, how can we step back? How can we make that space and even be alone. Um, I had one mom that commented on my Instagram. I posted about, I'm going to have some quiet time this weekend. And she was, she commented and I knew she has her kids 24 seven right now. And she's like, Oh, that sounds so nice. And I know she's going, I want that too. (laughs) Um, So how as, you know, how as a mom that or a dad that has their children 24 seven right now, how do they have alone time and space? How does that happen when you have young kids? Um, So that would be something I would, you know, you know, maybe brainstorm with, you know, having somebody help you to take like just a, a 30 minute walk around the block, you know, watch your kids for that 30 minutes, or do you have a 12 year old that can stay in the house with your kid for 30 minutes and you can walk around outside, you know? Um, so we do need space right now, or we're going to blow a fuse. <laughs> so <Feel> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to get a little bit of space. Um, you know, having been divorced, you know, you have a parent that will take your kid for part-time. Um, so that is a blessing too, for your emotional you know, state of mind. Um, so we can do that even when we're married. So hopefully people can work that out this weekend. Um, even if it's 4 a.m. in the morning and your kids are still sleeping, you know, just to get that space. Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. Um, let me think. What else? I think this is, I mean, this is so applicable for in, just in general about what we're going through in the world right now is this this Pisces energy. And when we're feeling that overwhelm. And we're feeling super ungrounded. You know, I think this is still totally applicable, you know, especially when anytime anybody's listening to this is how do we find that space for ourselves? You know, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes or a day or, you know, whatever you have the luxury of creating for yourself, you know, and ultimately it's a choice. And if people have full-time kids, full-time jobs, full-time everything in their life, you know, there's still ways to find little pockets of time for that space and grounding. Yeah. I think it's so important. And I, I love sharing this example, but, uh, I used to work in live events and I was, I was working, you know, 14 to 18 hour days, hardly sleeping, hardly eating, basically living on caffeine. And I was so ungrounded that my time would I would go in the porter potty and turn off my radio for like 
long enough for an extended pee and like just sit for a minute. And like, I have no shame in sharing that story because it's a perfect example of like high intensity life where there's no, there's no time for myself. Like that time is I have to pee. I'm going to go sit by myself in the porter potty and I can hear everything going on out there, but nothing can come in my space right now. And I'm in this little bubble of this like blue box and I have, I can breathe for a minute. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that we think that the only time that we won't feel guilty to take that time is if we have to pee because it's a necessity. So, um, I don't know if you remember, I'm maybe, are we about the same age? I think we're about the same age, but remember when people took smoking breaks, Yeah, you know, because that was, you know, everybody was smoking back then more than now. And I remember envying the people that took smoking breaks because they got to go outside and I felt like the only time I could take a break is either on my designated break where I'm like shoving food in my face or, you know, peeing, like you said, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is it, why can't we take that extra 15 minutes? Um, just like somebody taking a smoking break, you know? So, but that's acceptable. I know it's okay. You can go out, have it here, but it's just funny. I know it's acceptable. So we need to, in a sense, take a smoking break. You know, what does that look like? You know, I know my mom used to say when, um, you know, we'd be screaming, crying, and she would just not know what to do. And then she just put us in our crib and she would walk outside and she's like, I know you're safe in your crib. And she just took like a minute outside away from everything and then just calmed down, took her smoking break, but she didn't smoke, took her moment. And then she went back in to like take out, you know, to figure out the whole situation. And I think we just need to do that as much as we can. And right now too. So hopefully, hopefully it's happening where you do have that time. It's kind of bizarre. Like things may just not work out the way that you scheduled it this weekend, you know, going into this time. And then it might naturally allow you that space, kind of like a snow day um, for people who know about snow. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. (laughs) <laughs> desert yeah. rat we don't know about that no <laughs> but so. I used to envy those people I'm like what do you mean you get a snow day like that must be so nice and, and you know it's nice it's like you plan this whole entire day and then all of a sudden everything's up in the air and you don't have to go to work you don't have to go to school and then now you can play Monopoly all day you know like you just in your pajamas like a snow day is like that recharge it's so you funny. don't feel guilty. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny you mentioned that because I was out walking. I've been walking in the mornings and I remembered in, I walked by an elementary school and there's one turn I take that are, that are by the, um, the portables outside, like in the back corner, the portable classrooms. And I remember for whatever reason, I thought about when we'd have rainy day schedules and it'd be like monsooning <laughs> and like. That was our thing was like, oh, we're on the rainy day schedule on our lunch break or whatever. Like we can't go outside. And but that's when like the board games would come out and all of the like crafty stuff. And it's those are all the grounding activities. Ah, yeah. So whatever made me think about that the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, elementary school. We had rainy day schedule (laughs) at recess. Like where that came from, I don't know. But it's so, so applicable. It's like. Where's the board games? Where's the 
adult coloring books and, you know, the quiet time by ourselves and reading and just all those warm, cozy, grounding things that, you know, we think we're too busy to do. Like those are the things I'm being the most called to right now. Yeah. And I think we do have more time. People aren't traveling to their jobs. Um, so they have a little bit more time. So, yeah. So it kind of plays off this, the the new moon that we just had in Leo. So Leo was about having fun mm-hmm. and playing and then it's childlike. And then now this Pisces moon can be a little overwhelming right now. And so can we allow ourselves to have a snow day or a rainy day, you know, rainy week schedule? <laughs> um, I love it. Cool. <laughs> awesome. This is amazing. Anything else for the people today? I think that covers it. Um, I think we all know it. We all know what we're feeling. And I think, you know, so just time will pass and, you know, we'll feel better. It's just a a moment in time. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, if you're interested in learning, if you have Pisces in your chart at all, um, I will post all of the information in the show notes so you guys can get in touch with Juliana. And I know I have my session coming up, so I'm excited about that. You alluded that I have lots of Pisces in my chart, so I am ready (laughs) to talk about all of that. Um, But thank you so much for joining us again. And it is always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Your support for the Vibrate Higher podcast is greatly appreciated. Head over to iTunes, leave us five stars and a review so we can continue to bring in rad guest stars and always be able to share the message. Take a screenshot from this episode, share on social media, and let us know your main takeaways from today. Don't forget to tag at the Vibrate Higher podcast. We love you. See you next time.